0: Hey there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah Morning News special. Really appreciate you tuning in, as always. Have a really fun episode lined up for you this week. I spoke with artist Max Feist at their new mural site, and this was a really fun interview. Max is a relatively new artist to Savannah. They've been here for just over a year, and they were working on this mural that's kind of back in the Avondale neighborhood, kind of near where Victory Gardens is and Tool Sculpture Works, and I went back there and interviewed them about the mural, about their work, about their transition, from Asheville to Savannah, and it was a really fun and fascinating conversation, one I know you're going to really like, and I'm glad to introduce Max to you because they are relatively new to Savannah, and I am excited for all of y'all to get a chance to meet them. wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air and my Art Off the Air column right at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. Last week, I had the opportunity to speak with Sharana Ray, and that was a really great conversation about her work, how the death of her brother influenced her desire to make artwork about desserts, and her role as board member for Friends of African American Art. So a really great interview there. SavannahNow.com in the entertainment section. But let's get to this week's interview. Again, this is Max Feist on location from their new mural. Enjoy. Rob Hessler here with Art on the Air Field Notes. I am with Max Feist, and we are on location at Max's new mural space.
1: Our new mural spot. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's at 2500 Larkin Avenue, which... Some people might know it's a super weird, eclectic space, like down by the dairy and Victory Gardens and all of that. So before we kind of talk about your work, how did you get hooked up with this space? Like, how did you somehow get to make a mural here?
1: Oh, um, cause I live around the corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I walk my dog by here all the time. And when I first moved in, I started talking to Emily who owns this place. And um, we have been talking since I moved here about doing a mural. And I was like, What's
0: Emily's last name? i have no idea okay okay i know her as emily
1: uh jim emily uh but anyway so um yeah i we kept talking and then i came and you know painted the mural so monsters
0: bright colors and eyes yes everything okay (laughs) <laughs> yes, everything's great. Yeah.
1: No, I I started painting this stuff during COVID because uh, I was definitely painting darker subject matter before, mm-hmm. um, reapers and skulls, and I was yeah. on, I was on a path. And then I, when COVID started, I was like, I want to brighten it up, but I didn't want to move away from the darker images so much. But I wanted to make them more fun. So this is where I
0: landed. Yeah, it was, is a lot of fun. Although it's I I I think it, there's also like this touch of. Of it being a little bit disquieting, but I, I, but it's fun, it's colorful and fun, and everything like that. But
1: that's intentional. I didn't want it to be fluff, I never wanted to paint super fluffy. I appreciate people who do, but it wasn't where I was ever drawn to. Like, you know, my favorite artists are guys who are painting, like really, you know, like Alex Party or Skinner or somebody uh-huh. like that, yeah. Or, I really like that Titty Bats guy. His stuff is awesome. Yeah, Matt.
0: Yeah, yeah, Titty Bats is great. I love his stuff. And I I know that he's actually a fan of your work as well. Oh, that's cool. cool. I haven't
1: even met him yet. I don't even know who he is. Yeah. He's
0: (laughs) down at Sulphur, too. So you'll probably see him around. Yeah, I see his
1: stuff, but I just have no idea who he actually is. Well,
0: he's definitely one of the more famous artists in Savannah. So you came here from Asheville. You've been here for a year. What brought you to the city? What brought you to Savannah? I went through a breakup. And needed a new a yeah, I was
1: with my partner for 10 years and we broke up and I did not want to stay during COVID and try and find an
0: apartment in Asheville and start over. So then why Savannah? Why did you choose Savannah?
1: Oh, because my good friend Heather lives here and she had an apartment. And uh, friends I've known for 20 years have lived here and they're like, oh, we have an apartment. You could just land here. And I was like, cool, that sounds great. And it was very spontaneous. It was like I made the decision in an hour.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: And I grew up in Charleston, and so it wasn't that foreign to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like, it's not really hard to, I wanted to come back to the warmth of the Low Country. I loved Charleston when I lived there, until I didn't anymore, but, <laughs>
0: you know. Well, you know, it's interesting because I kind of sort of feel like Asheville, Charleston, and Savannah are, I, I don't want to say, I mean, there's a similarity, there's a feel, I think, that, that does, is present in all of those places even though they are a little bit they're all different but
1: yeah and you know I feel like Savannah is where Asheville was like 10 years ago you know because Asheville's become it's very much on the map now and it's you know brought in a lot of people um, and so that that gritty charm that it once had is kind of lost a little bit Mm -hmm. but Savannah still holds that and I love it I love that little bit of sketch i think it's i think it's a good quality
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's nice it keeps it fun so i want to talk about your process here because you know people might have seen your work at your really amazing exhibition at sentient bean that first exposed me to your work and then of course you also have work at sulfur studios you know people walking through sulfur studios in their art southeast little storefront area there's some works Mm -hmm. there and down the hallways and everything like that and each one of your pieces, it seems really full, at least this newer work. It seems really full. There's a lot going on. And I'm curious what your process is here. Like, how much of it is just, like, off the cuff? How much is it's planned? Kind of walk us through, like, the creation of, of your work.
1: Mm. Well, usually I start with, like, one idea, and then uh, all of it is just, like, just going with it. Because it, if you look at it, it's all got like, circles and, like, geometric shapes and stuff in it. And it, it just... I just paint it and it just goes I don't I don't do sketches and I don't plan it out way far in advance I generally just decide on the size and decide on one one thing and then work everything else around it um so like with this mural Emily wanted the bird I haven't gotten to the bird yet in all of this I just was like taking from things i had done before and add and putting them in Mm -hmm. and then they'll work themselves to that bird
0: well you know it's interesting i'm I'm glad that you bring up the bird because i can see the right now the mural isn't complete so we're looking at it and there's you know the pencil underlying pencil Mm -hmm. drawing which we can see on the wall here and there is that there is that element but i also know that you know prior to this work i was looking you know just kind of investigating your instagram feed and kind of like just doing some research and you you know there's animals and like you mentioned oh, yeah. and all that yeah. stuff so i i, I kind of it's interesting that you're incorporating those things but there's still like you can the transition seems natural like even though these are much more abstract images mm-hmm. um but like i don't know you can kind of see the beginnings of this really abstract imagery in those
1: well i wanted to do something that was more like kind of all mine you know like mm-hmm. uh i still like painting the animals and people when I paint the animals, people really seem to gravitate towards them. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just wanted to create some things that were definitely mine. And if you see it, it's like, oh, Max painted that. you know, like like I don't I think
0: you can look at this and
1: you would you would know this was mine, you know, like oh for sure. yeah,, yeah. yeah.
0: like and even though you're newer to Savannah, I think you have a characteristic style. People recognize it. I mean, at least I do. like it's once I knew who you were, uh-huh. every time I saw one of those, I'm like, okay, I know, I know who this. Yeah,
1: and and that's like really what I was trying to work out for myself. I feel like there are like a million people who paint animals and there's nothing wrong with that, and I still paint them all the time, but I wanted to make them my own. I didn't want I'm not I'm not a photorealist. I'm not trying to paint something that looks like how it looks in the real world. You know, I'm creating an imaginary fantasy land that I would
0: have fun being a part of you know like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well but I mean I think also though you know you say you want to make something that's your own and you certainly have but I also think though that your animals were pretty characteristically you like they're not exactly looking like everybody else's yeah, animals yeah
1: and that was intentional I mean from the time I started painting like I you know I've never really taken an art class so I I did take one for a half a minute and dropped out but um you know, so I taught myself how to do everything. So nothing is exact or precise or no one showed me, oh, you need to do this line like this or paint, you know, or shade everything and don't put black line in or any of that. I painted a mural with a guy a couple years ago and he's like, you know, you really shouldn't rely so heavily on the black line. And I was like, I'm an illustrator. I'm going to rely on the black line. It's fine. It's fine for me. You don't have to, <laughs> but I'm going to do this. So
0: I'm so glad that you mentioned being self-taught because I did want to talk about that because I... I guess you are kind of breaking rules and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I love that about your work. And I wonder though, like what kinda I mean, I don't think you can do this without feeling like art in your soul. Like I look at this work and it is like an explosion of It's know, all like, I do. Yeah, I mean I wonder like like all I do. Yeah, like, how did you get into it?
1: Um well I think I, I started painting Well, you know, I was always like kind of doodled or whatever, but it was never something that I was like super passionate about, but I spent a lot of time going out when I was younger and going to bars and stuff. And I finally had just had enough of that life. And I know that Savannah's a big, you know, everybody goes out and drinks and everything. I'm just not a big drinker. I wanted to do something else, I guess. I wanted to gravitate away from like working in service industry and nothing wrong with it, but I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I didn't want to spend my nights just partying and going out uh-huh. you know and I felt like I had something else I needed to do and this was it and I just started painting and the hours that I had normally been going out till five in the morning or whatever I just started painting and I painted instead of going out and then I didn't want to go out anymore
0: nice how long and so how long has that well, been I, going on for would you say uh, like how long has it taken you to develop into this which we see here now it's been about
1: 12 years yeah because it seems really
0: refined now (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not like you know certainly i don't think anybody would say oh there's an untrained artist it looks like you've got a very like we mentioned particular style i appreciate
1: that yeah i've definitely been um attracted to people who work more like with illustration and comics and stuff like that and so when i was first starting to paint honestly this is so much more like what i first started painting and then interesting but then i moved away from that and started painting animals and uh, skulls and reapers. And I thought that for a while, I was like, maybe I want to make heavy metal album covers. But then I, you know, the whole Mooka style became really popular amongst like people who are doing album covers. And mm-hmm. I, I I, just never felt like it, I was perfecting that. I just wasn't, I, was, I liked it, but I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was that good at it. And then when COVID hit, I was like, I'm going to revisit some of the stuff I used to do with some of the skills I feel like I learned over the last few years. And um, I don't know, just like, and then like really like in like illustrations and, you know, graphic comics, all the the stuff. Like, I mean, I think you can see that, that I'm totally influenced by people who are making comic books, you know, Mm -hmm. but I want to make paintings of comic books kind of, you know, without the, and then you can tell me the story. You know because i don't really people ask me a lot of times what my paintings mean and i'm like i don't know but you can you tell me you know
0: interesting i yeah. love that i love that you know um i'm so glad you also you mentioned the heavy metal thing because you like it's on your website i don't know if it's on your instagram or not but you make a point of mentioning heavy metal yeah <laughs> and i so i want to like let's talk about that how does that influence you like where you know i don't know is there some bands or like what
1: well, it's not so much anymore. I have made that website a long time ago and kept that tag, right? Kept that thing because I just am lazy about my website. <laughs> I'm really lazy about my website. It's not. I social media, the whole deal. I think it's awesome and I appreciate it and it's definitely helped me a lot. But I don't know how to work it and I'm. It's not where I want to spend my time.
0: Right. You uh-huh. know.
1: So I just left that. Um, but music every day. Yeah, when every I walked day. up, I mean, the yeah. music was jamming yeah. and you're like, yeah, I'm you know, getting stuff set up. super into Archers of Loaf right now, um, even though, you know, they're from back in the 90s, but they just, sometimes I just have to, I don't know. I, every day I listen to music and I don't know, however I'm feeling, that's what's going to be playing. I mean, my whole life has been about, you know, like I was in the punk scene, I went to shows, I did, you know, the whole like punk rock lifestyle for a while or whatever, and now I'm, a much more uh, low key, like, you know, introverted artist, but the music I'll never, I mean, I think music just defines everything, you know, you can,
0: so. Yeah. I don't know many artists that aren't like working with music in the background. And I noticed it's funny cause I was talking with uh, um, an artist and musician, Tamara Isaac Harrington. And, and she, we were talking about like how you might have an idea of a piece in mind and then play music that sort of fits with the piece. And then the music then in turn influences you back the other way. And it's kind of like this back and forth relationship. And I think a lot of artists, you know, I've talked to a lot of artists about music and a lot of artists have that same kind of experience where it's like, even though we're making something visual, there's no doubt that the music is influencing what we're making oh
1: yeah definitely i mean honestly like i have been listening to so much old school butthole surfers while painting this stuff and i think that if you looked at this oh and my like, god oh, yes definitely you know? like, <laughs> or like just like i don't know yeah definitely the butthole surfers in india that early like crossover punk to indie kind of stuff yeah you
0: know? like, oh my god as soon as you said butthole surfers i'm like Totally. Yeah. Yeah, So
1: I don't know, like that stuff just definitely comes into play. I think that with the older stuff, I was, I was way more listening to like Yob and Judas Priest and, you know, like, I don't know, witchcraft or just older, older, uh, like, or like metal bands, more metal bands. And now I want to listen to stuff that's like a little poppy and weird you know so that's what I'm <laughs> sure, trying to. Th- sure. they might be giants came into here the other day and I was like oh okay, this is- yeah, yeah. I never sure. even really got into that band but alright like you know Dinosaur Junior whatever Dinosaur
0: like- Junior yeah, yeah. That totally makes sense so, I can like, see that
1: some just like fun poppy indie stuff just ends up playing and then I paint the stuff
0: nice well I want to kind of start wrapping this up but let okay. me ask you like what has the response been so far to your work I mean you've been here a year like you know how are people kind of getting into awesome. your stuff awesome I love it here
1: I absolutely love it here. I did not, like I said, Savannah was not on my radar. I did not know I was gonna move here, but people have been incredibly supportive. The galleries, Sulphur Studios, Peter at Location Gallery. Uh-huh. I mean, the just the response here has been amazing. Like I just can't, I couldn't have That's asked for so a better landing. You know, like I don't feel like I just moved and then had to just be forgotten, you know, and I still have all my connections in Asheville too. Mm -hmm. And those, those people just like incredibly supportive and understanding, you know, that I had to leave when I had to leave. And, you know, a lot of people had to change their lives during COVID and everything. So, so I think there's a lot more understanding, you know, people, I feel like before COVID, it was all like, you know, local artists. If you live a place, you show in that place or whatever. And I think that now people are like the world exploded and we are going to work with what we've got
0: so oh, sure. everybody's
1: been so supportive and awesome and i just i'm so grateful for everything
0: i have right now that makes me so happy to hear and that i think that is representative of the savannah art community as somebody who has spoken to countless artists in town that is one thing we do really well is we are very supportive of each other so i'm glad to yeah i see that
1: i mean incredibly supportive like i did not, i thought i was gonna have to because this is a you know an art school town so i was like I'm gonna have to like really fight my way into this, and instead everybody's like, "Oh, bring it! We love it!" Yeah, bring yeah, it. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, I just feel so accepted, and it's it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling, actually. It's awesome. Yeah. And so like it just helped alleviate some of the stress that I was feeling
0: from having to move. Right. You can just dive right back into your work again. That's so cool. Well, look, if people we mentioned your website and Instagram, give us the details on those. If people want to follow you, see what you're up to. Um what's the best way for people to do that?
1: On Instagram. It's uh, Max underscore F E I S T. Oh, well, M A X underscore E I S T at inter- at Instagram. And that's definitely the best way. Cuz I mean, you can go to my website and I love it if you go to my website and you buy stuff and that's awesome. But if you want to talk to me or see what I'm doing now, it's way better to go to Instagram. Because I'm just bad about the website. (laughs) I want to update it. I also kind of just want to pay somebody to do it for me. (laughs) Oh, well,
0: hopefully you can do that. I think your work is great. And I'm glad that you're getting embraced by the community. Max Feist, thank you so much for coming on Art on the Air today. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: This has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks.
0: That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM Savannah Soundings and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU Station Archives on our website as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week where we'll have another batch of art on the air.